Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about Louis Vuitton as an NFT play. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All righty, we are back with another episode, and today we are talking about me buy me buying Louis Vuitton as an NFT play. Yes, I bought some Louis Vuitton as an NFT play. Now I'm going to explain my concept. Now I was just telling Steve, maybe part of my inspiration for even being interested in Louis Vuitton, however we say it, I got to learn from my French brother how to say it. But maybe it was like you know inner DNA. Wanted to own some something from from one of my motherlands, right? Um, but but you know, on on a real on a real thing, I have been really thinking about a good NFT play um, to play, right? Because right, I have multiple crypto plays. Um, I you know, uh, as you know, I've, I'm a big believer that Ethereum, which is why I own some Ethereum, is the iOS operating system um, of app developers who want to build apps on the blockchain, which, you know, uh, or what NFTs are. Uh, and, and NFTs have really, th- they're going to have lots of functions, but three of the main functions that I'm focusing on in the current moment as more develop are the arts and collectibles, right? Recreating arts and collectibles on the blockchain, which is pretty self-explanatory. Um, uh, the ability to finance uh, businesses, so if somebody wants to start a business or raise capital, they can create a, an NFT um, and be able to do that. And there's a reason why they'll do a, they can do an NFT over a, over a, a coin. And that might be a whole separate episode um, because it's nuanced what the differences are. Um, but the other one is like products and services for the digital space, for the metaverse being built. And so um, um, that is the area that that made me attracted to Louis Vuitton because then I was like, all right, products and services, okay, that makes a lot of sense. We're going to be building out this metaverse that we're going to be working in. Um, uh, I mean, my kid is a STEM program. One of their assignments was to like build a cell inside of Minecraft, um, like for real, for real. Um, and so w- with VR headsets and all the stuff being built out and us not having to go anywhere to do stuff, like we're going to be working, living and playing part of the time, a big part of the time, depending on where you are, like in the metaverse. Um, and so just like in a regular office, we have things that we like to wear that that expresses our interest what we care about, what we like, that's going to happen in the metaverse. So then you go, okay, well, what what makes somebody want to pay three thousand dollars for a purse or five grand for a purse uh, versus twenty bucks for a purse? Right? I mean, you know, part of it is income, but if you're if you're playing in the metaverse, the income's not going to be a problem, right? Because you're going to be ahead of the inflation curve. Uh, things are going to get cheaper because you're ahead of the inflation curve for, for a lot of people. 
Um, and um, and so if so if you're there, um, uh, you're you're there's this thing that ca- that talks about like as within, so without, meaning like uh, the way you feel in the the way your world is internally is the way it expresses itself externally. Um, this is going to apply in the digital space. And so, like for me, for example, when I had when Meta has avatars, which they already do, and they begin to integrate brand deals for us to be able to, you know, make my shoes Adidas, and with my avatar, you better believe I'm going to spend the money to buy my Adidas for my avatar because that's what I like. Um, the you know the re- the free shoes are going to be fine, but as I want to express myself in digital format. I'm going to like rewrap my digital self in the same stuff that my physical self um, likes because I don't like, I don't need to pay what I pay for my shoes. I want to. So want. That's what I like. I don't need to live in the house that I live in. I want to. Like everything is built on wants. And so, so once you understand that, then, uh, then you go, Oh, okay. So all these brands are going to transfer into the digital space, uh, and that's pure profit, right? Because the cost to make it is nothing. It's it's like uh, it's like intellectual property. You know, intellectual property profit margins on that is huge because you can license it out and sell it infinite times and make you know make lots of money. And so, so that I was going, oh, okay. So you know, Louis Vuitton. If if you were to think about, and that's what I didn't know. So going down the path. I started listening to podcasts about Louis Vuitton, uh, read about the change, read about how, what it's done over decades. And I was like, I did not realize that, you know, so they own like 75 luxury brands. And if you're an executive and you want to work in the luxury brand industry and you're, t- and you're top-notch talent, then you they want to work for Louis Vuitton because not only when you work for that corporation and you're in training, like you get to work some time at Tiffany's, you get to work some time at Moet, you get to work some time at Louis, right? And you get to really understand like how to do business in a luxury brand and you're under tent of the best of the best. Uh, and so they're attracting the best talent and where the talent goes, <laughs> you know, that's where the money goes. And so that's what Louis Vuitton is. And they're, they're a juggernaut on it. And I was like, it's a no-brainer. They're going to transfer this brand equity to the digital space um, and create all kinds of, you know, products uh, for the metaverse. And so I got to fulfill, you know, what I wanted from from a starting my NFT play, which you know, I'm, that's, that's why I'm looking at Disney, right? I'm looking at all these brands that have told stories that have captured each and every generation, right? I mean, that's. You know, side note, I mean, that's a lot of what I talk about. A lot of what I talk about is the ability to tell a story that transcends generations is is a underappreciated power. I mean, you know, because you fit, each generation has their own preferences and their own ideas. But if you can continue to 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 rewrap a eternal idea and tell it to new and new generations, I mean that's like divine storytelling, and there's only a few com- few companies or organizations on the planet that have done that properly for lots of times, and so that's what I'm interested in, you know, from a product standpoint of my 
uh, of my NFT play. I guess the the other way to think about it is it where this is like, like if if I could have bought stock in the Catholic Church in the 1500s, I'd be super mega rich because they have a lot of money. Let me tell you, they have a ton of money, right? And so like buying these brands that are gonna that have religious followings, uh, you know, um, is is what owning the storytellers uh, in this metaverse is gonna be like because they're gonna keep telling that story, expressing that story, being evangelist, you know, for their brand, um, like in perpetuity as long as they don't mess things up. But it's really hard to mess up brand, like extremely difficult to mess up brand. Um, you know. It, and I'll, I'll end on this note because even Disney, you know, even the Disney stories with uh, with the way they told the story of Mickey Mouse and everything, you know, back in the day that some people find offensive today, like, fine, like, we'll just retell it in a different way. We can keep Mickey Mouse. We don't got to fire Mickey Mouse. We just, we just evolve Mickey Mouse like we evolve people. And so I hope this helps. Until next week, y'all enjoy your weekend. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.